now got in for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 160 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! And it's Stack Guy Rye. What up? Happy New Year, fellas. Happy New Year to the listeners. Happy uh, New Year. Happy New Year. 2020's been phenomenal so far. Congratulations to Chris and his wife on the birth of their daughter Thank over you. the over our holiday break here. Thank you. Congrats, Chris. California Rose was nope, born. Nope, not her name. Look at you call her that. Really pissed my wife off. Oh, that's just an added benefit to it, doing it then. Should I do background music? Beatboxing? With your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like probably when, that's, when stuff gets intense. Yeah. You need a little background no, dramatic that, that, music. That's a hard. That's a hard pass from me, dog. Did you watch that interview? By the way, the Jeopardy interview. Nah, I didn't Trebek? record it, so I missed it. They talked about how even if you never even watch an episode of Jeopardy, you don't even know what the fuck it is. You know the theme song. Yeah. And whenever someone's taking too long to do shit, to think right. of something, you do the fucking Final Jeopardy song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what classic. you should do. So we haven't okay. had original right. content in two weeks, and you want to talk about fucking Jeopardy. Dude, Jeopardy is top the worst notch fucking content game ever. Right now, get the fuck out of here. The worst. I, it's the worst game ever. Yeah, but you want to know why it's bad for you? Because you're so fucking dumb, you don't know any of the answers. So easy. So That's why. easy, bro. You don't disrespect your back. So easy, dude. You think you would have calmed down. You got a third kid here. And happy daddy. And I don't change, bro. And it's consistent, so, yeah, consistently. Daddy. Across the board, bro. Consistently triggered. Ryan knew that I was baiting you, and yeah, you took he winked, it. He winked at me, so I didn't say you anything. You fucking took it. Do you like Jeopardy or not? I I don't. It's just you not gotta some, respect it. At least. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that I sit down to watch every night. I was watching it the other night. I record it. This stupid guy. He had a dollar. I think he had a dollar left over, and he didn't even bet it on Final Jeopardy. Bet zero. <laughs> it was, you probably watched the weekend episode. No, it was during the week. Yeah, because I didn't watch it yesterday. I was watching it during the week. The guy bet like he had he he. Well, he was I hoping the other person probably maybe. would but, bet all of it and lose, so he would at least win two thousand instead of one thousand. No, he had a dollar. Yeah, but he the winner, buck. the second place gets two thousand, third place gets a thousand. So he how was hoping do, to keep his buck. Oh, see, I didn't know that. But how do you? How stupid could you be? Like the first place person had twenty. Let's just say you. you yeah, it was a runaway. It was. A he runaway. had twenty thousand. The second place person had like. Four thousand. So even if the second place person bet and won, right, they wouldn't bet anyway. So you have to be pretty dumb to be the first place person and and risk that type of money. No, you would only risk up to uh, of what, what you, can you lose. can't lose. Yeah. Do, has anybody ever done that? Be like, yeah, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna take a huge gamble here no. and then end up losing because you're wrong. No, no, not in a runaway game. That would be. Foolish, and she only bet like fifteen hundred bucks or something like that. You could have taken a bigger risk. She didn't bet enough. I, I, I know the episode you're talking about. James Holtzeller though would bet up to the dollar of what he could without losing. That's what I would do if I was in that greatest, situation. greatest of all time tournaments coming up on the seventh, bro. I'm telling you, watch it. Yeah, Tuesday. Telling you, watch Jeopardy it. Pod. One, I already know one who won. A Jeopardy pod. I'll do a Jeopardy pod. <laughs> You think there is a Jeopardy podcast? The other guy so won. Many. The other guy, not not the Ken Jennings guy, not this new guy. The other guy, Brad. Won. Is that his name, Brad? Yeah. I like Brad. He's good. He won. I already saw the spoilers. You're a fucking dick if that's true. You honestly, you are a dick if that's true. You are I a dick spoilers. if that's true. If it's true, you want to bet? No. You want you want to place a bet that Brad wins? No. No. Oh. Well. well, speaking of winning here. Delon Batances on Christmas Eve decided he was going to sign with the Mets. Great move by the Mets. No, I I have no issues with it whatsoever because I've been on record as saying if the Yankees weren't going to be interested, that would be a great place for Delon Batances to go. We said it months ago. I mean, we had it first. Um, however, Delon said that his main priority was winning, and then he goes and signs with the Mets. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Hey, the Mets could be good, though. Let's not... I mean, they could be good, but they're probably also still the fourth place team in that division. The fourth place? Yeah. yeah. Well, you got the defending World Series champions. Yeah. Okay. 
the two-time young, r- young, young group of guys. You got re-sign to Strasburg. Might still add Donaldson or another. Yeah, if they were, if they add Donaldson to replace uh, Rendon, I mean, they're pretty much. They just added Starlin Castro. Over they added Starlin Castro. They signed Will Harris. So yeah, they're pretty much bring if they if they bring back Donaldson, they'll be pretty much the same team that they were. Even though I do think Rendon's a better player, yeah. losing replacing with Donaldson is not a big drop off. Yeah. So you got the defending world champs. You got the two time defending. Remind me, where did Rendon go again? Angels. 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 Yeah. You got the two time defending division champs in Atlanta. Who do you think they got any worse? No, I think they. They need to. They lost Keiko. They they upgraded their bullpen though. Who did they add to their rotation? Didn't they get Will Atlanta? Smith? They got Will bullpen? Smith. Did they get? Uh, and then the Phillies with Didi and um, who the hell else did they sign? Joe Girardi. They got Joe Girardi as their manager. But who was the other guy that they signed? The uh, Phillies. Oh, Zach Wheeler. Right. So you add them to. Yeah, you're right. That's actually, you know what? The NL East has been the laughing stock for a while. I think they're going to be pretty good. Cole Hamels went to the uh, Cole Hamels. Braves. Yeah. The Braves. So they the replaced one. Keuchel with, with Cole, Hamels. Cole Hamels. They got That's Travis Darno, who, I mean, it, yeah. he, we saw that he could be a decent And who did Keuchel sign with? The two White year, Sox. Two-year deal? I think he got four. Wow. With three with a vesting yeah, yeah. option. Will Smith, yeah. They're, you know, I really enjoyed, at least so far, this Offseason. Not only did the Yankees get the guy we all wanted, guys moved quick this year. It was fun again. Remember how boring the last two years have been? Were the were, was Manny Machado and Harper? They weren't even signed by now. February. Right? Yeah. No, it, no one signed. Spring training already. The markets uh, formed very quickly around these. Harper big guys. did his introductory press conference at spring training. Mm. I mean, the the market really formed quickly, and it was fun. It's been fun. It's been a good offseason. There's going to be some good teams next year. None of them are going to be in the American League, though. Yeah, and the Yankees right now, I'd have to say, would be heavily favorite, favorited to win. I'm sure Ryan can favored. look up the the Vegas odds on the Yankees getting to the World uh, <clears throat> at least getting to, if you can find that. I know that it's going to have uh, definitely the World Series winning odds. Good. Access denied. I guess you can't it's pick up. Probably older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good move by the Mets. The uh, we say it all the time though. There's there's really no reason why the Yankees don't get to the World Series this year. Now, let me ask you this: Batanzas closer? You think? No. No. You think they're going to stick with what's his face? Yeah, what's his face? The dude, the guy who uh, ruined his entire career last yeah, season. He, well, I don't know if he ruined his entire career because he's still in the he's still in. Uh, in Major League Baseball. So really, you can argue though that the Mets are just as good as all those other guys, all those other teams. You you said it yourself. You think the Mets have the best rotation in baseball right now? Did I say in, that? in the National League? Mm, they have the best pitcher, definitely. But if how big of a drop off do you see after Jacob Degrom? That's the big question. Well, Noah Syndergaard has to be Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, but if he's Noah Syndergaard or last year, that he's an, he's really an, a low end three. I put Noah Syndergaard and and. Gary Sanchez in the same boat in a sense of these if they can stay healthy they will show you their true potential same with Syndergaard man he he just can't stay healthy if he can stay healthy he's going to be he's going to be a solid number two I think the Mets could be pretty good next year I do and I think Batances solidifies that bullpen a little yeah, more but pretty good doesn't get them and I think Diaz, into the playoffs and that especially in that division look dude you don't have a season like Diaz a couple years ago and and it's just a fluke I think he's gonna come into his own I think the Mets could be pretty good should be a fun fun race All right. but I don't give a shit because I'm a Yankee fan I'm sad to see Batances go you're not you're not at all I thought it, I think it's a foolish move and I think it is strictly because the Yankees don't like him anymore. I don't think it's foolish. I think they're bad blood there and I think they just It's not an obvious area need so it's not foolish. Look at what he got, dude. He got 1 year. How much? 1 year 10? You I couldn't think. sign Batances for 1 year 10? It's Dylan Batances. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
they, go back to every year that he wasn't injured before last year. They have five guys in that bullpen that can close For on any one year, ten million, bro. Come on, you're not. You're, this is not a DD. If you this is not a DD Gregorius situation. There was no obvious need for Dellen Batances, and they wanted to let him. They but, wanted to let him go. They can let him go. Listen, it's, was there a was there a need for Giancarlo Stanton? Why they get? We're him? talking about the MVP of the Why National League. Why they get? There's him? a big difference. You're going to tell me because a guy, he served up on a fucking silver platter. Well, obviously ten Batances million dollars was too. Not at ten million dollars, bro. They're paying Gardner more than that. Okay, Gardner's going to be their starting center fielder. It doesn't, but still. Uh, whoa, think that, about that. that think that, about that. it. A guy who was supposed to be gone two years ago is now getting paid more than Dellen Batances. Your starting center fielder versus a guy that's probably, what, fourth on your depth chart can in you your bullpen? Just, can you just admit to me, though, that this was not due to not needing him or the money. It was due to the fact that the Yankees don't like him. No, I don't think that's 100% accurate. I don't think that's 100% accurate. I do. Well, okay. That's, that's what, what you do they like What do you mean by don't like him? After like, the arbitration like him or shit. like they don't feel his stuff is worth? After arbitration a couple years ago, after those hearings or whatever, there was really bad blood between him and Randy Levine. Randy Levine said some fucked up shit, right. but Tances was outspokenly upset about it. And I don't think Randy Levine ever got over it. Hey, Chris, can I can I tell you a little something here? If he wasn't hurt going into the season last year, guess what the Yankees were doing? They were talking contract extension with him. That's different, though, because his value is still on the table. Okay. So if they hated him that much, why were they going to... This is their out. Yeah, now it is because he's hurt. Right. But if they really hated him so much that they didn't want him around anymore, they wouldn't even have approached that situation with him. Do you see them maybe returning? He's on the wrong... I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. Do you see them maybe after... Since it is a one-year deal, if Dallin looks all right, even if he doesn't, do you think the Yankees maybe take another shot at him down the line? Probably. I don't know. It depends on what happens with Zach Britton because there's there's a clause in his contract... That he could be, I think he can be a free agent at the end of this year. Well, I think the Batantis move to go with a one year, it was actually a really smart move. What's that website called? Sports Track? Spot Track. Because I think that he knows what he's got in the tank right now. And I think he's going to have a dominant season. And he's going to get a, another big contract. He's going to get that big contract after this year. And maybe it is the Yankees. I don't think, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it could be. I doubt it. What does it say there? 2022 club option. But player opt out af- available after 2020. Yeah. But it's weird because if the Yankees... It's like a two-year pickup or something. Yeah, if the Yankees... If the, he doesn't, then it, the last two years... I forget how. It's one of those it's funky contracts that they were going around in circles. Yeah. You know what year. I just thought about? Remember after last... After last offseason, there was just all those reports on the owners can... With the conspiracy of not signing these guys, you think that had a big, a f- big play on why these guys signed so early this year? I just, I don't know. I just think the money was there also for these guys. Yeah, I think it was both because it was just completely parts. different. It was both parts, maybe speeding up. You the had le- who really signed though? Legitimate top of the rotation aces, right? Were, mm-hmm. were those guys available last year? No. But you also had also. You know what really changed. Uh, Rendon. Yeah. Last offseason was was big on Bryce Harper not re-signing with the Nationals because they offered him a 10-year, $300 million contract right out of the gate, and he he declined that, and then that whole process The problem started. was those big guys are the market setters, and when they don't sign early, like the fact right, that right. Garrett Cole signed so early yeah, you're taking really just opened the floodgates no, to now all Steven these. Strasburg well, Strasburg, yeah. But just I'm just saying, in, in, those, in those regards, your big dog's signed quick because they were top tier aces which isn't it's rare to even get one top tier ace available you had multiple so the market did form fairly quick I didn't think the Yankees would have signed Garrett Cole during the winter meetings I really didn't well based on last year I don't know how you could have felt comfortable that they would have but you know that's the thing. The Yankees were they they wanted somebody this year. Last year, you could say that they really didn't want anybody. Listen, Cashman proved that all this bullshit, all this talk, all this noise was just truly all bullshit. I mean, this was a guy they wanted. 
those other guys were playing on their terms because they wanted them at their price. But for Garrett Cole, they saw a different value in him just like they should have, and they gave him a blank check. And that was it. And he got the job done. Okay, he did. But are we going to need a fifth starter? Are the Yankees going to try and get a fifth starter? I think they have their fifth starter. Who's that? Jordan Montgomery? Well, Jay Happ's still on this team, isn't he? Yeah. Jordan Montgomery's here. Can bring you into your next point here about we finally learned what Domingo Herman's fate is. The Major League Baseball suspended him 81 games, but it's also retroactive into 2019, so he'll only miss uh, 63 games this year. Uh, How do you feel? Let's just go. Let's just talk about how we feel about it. I mean, do you have an issue when he steps back on the mound? Is it different? I know we. I know we briefly. Is he the first bad guy to ever play Major League Baseball? Is he the first bad guy to play Major League Baseball on this incarnate on this uh, Yankee team? No. Okay. So I mean, yeah, it. What he did is terrible. There's no excuse for it. There's no defending it. But what are you going to? Are you going to stop being a Yankee fan right now? No. Do you think the Yankees are wrong for? Not they traded for Aroldis Chapman, okay? So when they did that, all this high moral bullshit went away. They their so focus was winning, was it not? Yeah. They didn't care about having choir boys and angels on their team. They wanted guys to win. And well, that goes back to your point with Patances, though. When they were going to talk contract negotiations, he was still a guy they saw to help them win. And after being hurt this year. He, and that being a question could, mark, they said, you know what? Fuck it. This is our out. See ya. Okay. So he was hurt. So it's more the injury than anything else. No, it's more of, hey, we, then, we fucking hate this guy. Oh, my and God. And he was injured. Bro, you're being ridiculous saying that they hate him. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. I don't think, I don't I don't think, think they, they hate him. him. But I because think Randy that Levine said something stupid. The whole organization hates him now. No, I'm saying the Randy problem Levine. is is that he's on the wrong side of thirty, coming off of a year where he threw the two batters. That's what the issue was. Had he had not been injured in the spring training, he could have easily inked a three or four year deal. Now the Yankees look at it as being a a business. Hey, dude, you're hurt. You pitched the two batters last year. You're on the wrong side of thirty. I'm not, you know, I got five. I'm five deep. I got, I got Britt and Chapman, uh, Canely, uh, Green. Green. Who else is out there? Adovino. I got five guys that could go and close in the ma- in major leagues. Why am I going to throw forty million dollars at you? Well, well, he didn't get forty million. He got one year, ten million. Okay. So my point is, if he signed for eighteen million, that's a different story. Is it his option or the club's option for next year? For Dylan Batanzas. Oh, he has an option in there? I think it's a club. I didn't know he had an option, too. It's probably a club. Player option. Wow. $3 million buyout if declined. Still not bad. Still just about getting paid what Brett Gardner's getting paid. He's your starting center fielder. What is what is not Dylan Batanzas is, is an elite reliever. He's six he on an, your depth he is chart. A, an elite reliever. Elite. We don't know that right now. Yes, We're assuming you do. that he will yes, be again. Do. We're assuming he will be again. Are we not? If Garrett Cole got, got hurt, knock wood, next year, would you not think he was going to come back and still be an elite starter? A little bit different. Why? Because Why? he's, first of all, there's probably a lot less miles in abuse on that arm than the way the Yankees used Dylan Batances. And it was two different injuries, was it not? Probably three, I think, he had. Well, he had all the setbacks. Yeah. Okay. And then, the, and then it was a completely different thing that uh, knocked him out of the postseason, was it not? <laughs> yeah. He, he threw one pitch, and his Achilles went flying. And, you know, if you're a team, aren't you looking at that and saying, "Hmm, I get it." I'm just saying the risk to reward is just not. But your your no comparison ri- to Brett Gardner doesn't make any sense. There's just no risk. I'm just I'm comparing it to show you how little he's getting paid. No, you're telling me that your starting center fielder and a guy that's like fifth or sixth on your bullpen depth chart is the same thing when it's not. You know, we get it that Brett Gardner is probably not a starting center fielder, but that's what he's brought here to do, be a starting center fielder. You yourself said that you didn't want Mike Talkman to be the starting center fielder this year. You think he's good? You, th- you think he'll get good playing time? Who? Talkman? Yeah, I think he will get plenty of playing time this year. You I think gonna- he should. Okay. And you're going to have uh, 
you're going to have Stanton playing a lot of left field. Yeah, and who's going to caddy him late in games? Talkman or Gardy, whoever's on the bench. Well, I think Gardner's going to be a starting center fielder as long as he shows that he can hold up to it. Oh, I think he can. He works pretty hard. Uh, yeah. I think we, we really got lucky with Brett Gardner last year that he was able to hold up as well as he did. I don't think any of us wanted. How many games did Brett Gardner play last year? He, Open up another tab. <laughs> Please, tab it up. I think he played 140, man. I believe it was 136. Now he played He played the most, right? 142? 141. 141. And he did spend a little bit of time on the injured list. I mean, that's pretty crazy. We said he, we didn't want him playing over, what, 80-something? Uh, 100? 100 was probably a good number for him. And he did a great job. So you can't. You know, you can't be worried about And I think that you're probably looking at him to play that amount of games again this year. Are you not? 140? Do you have any faith that Aaron Hicks is coming back this year? No. And people, I'm telling you right now, if you're going to put the expectation on Aaron Hicks to come back in the timeline, the same timeline that Didi did, you have another thing coming. Because Hicks is not Didi Gregorius. And Didi Gregorius wasn't even Didi Gregorius. Right. And Didi probably should have taken a little bit of extra time. Hicks will have setbacks. I will actually be shocked if we see Hicks before September. I will. I'll be shocked. I think August 1st is the earliest you'll see Aaron Hicks. No, no, no. You're right. August 1st, he'll throw one ball into the infield. And then after the game, we'll hear that he's sore and that he's day-to-day. And then... Three days later, he'll be back on the IL. Eight to ten months. When did he had, he had surgery? That was in October. November, then. December, January, February, March, April, May, June, August. July, August. Ten months. And then he got attack on a month for Aaron you Hicks. You know that he's going to be at the back end of that. Yes. Because so, he's Aaron Hicks. Right. Still, you you don't regret that contract, though. They're, they still got him on a steal. And he's still a great player. He's good. I don't say he's great. He's great for the money they signed him for, and he's great for for this lineup. Just like you don't need Batances, I mean, throwing Hicks into a lineup that they have right now with these young guys really coming into their own, getting DJ LeMayu. Are you trying to say that Aaron Hicks isn't a need on this team? Because I would feel that he is. I wouldn't necessarily say he's not a need, but it just goes back to if Batances is elite Batances, you could always he's always going to make your team better. Hicks is good. If Hicks is healthy, he's always going to make this lineup better. Yeah, but a center field is more important than a relief pitcher, especially when you have five of them in your bullpen that can close. Correct or incorrect? Correct. If he could stay healthy, especially when you have no left-handed power on this team, and this guy's a switch hitter, and he's he's got an elite throwing arm, which maybe he won't anymore. I don't know. He it, does have a cannon. You really hope it doesn't affect his his arm. Well, Which some guys come back stronger after Tommy John. They really do. Some guys' arms come back stronger. Some guys can't even fucking throw a baseball. I think he throws the fastest of any center fielder in baseball. I think he throws. Open up that tab. There you go, Ryan. Tab it up. Well, speaking of all the setbacks and shit, Yankees. Aaron Hicks throws ball 105 and a half miles per hour. Good for him. He should be a pitcher. He was. I think he was a pitcher when he came up. Or a catcher, something. He wasn't a, an outfielder when he first came up. Well, open up seven tab, or eight tab. more tabs. And figure, <laughs> let's, and see, let's figure this out. I saw a meme on uh, the internet the other day that this there's a thing that you can hit on your phone and it'll tell you how many tabs you have open. And some guy had like 450 tabs open. <laughs> rookie. I actually had to clear all my tabs out the other day. Uh, no, you tabbed know. out. Tabbed out. I don't know. I can't. I can't find airpan. Maybe I was thinking of someone else. Maybe I was thinking of Greg Bird. Bird. Because he was a catcher, right? Yeah. Can't find nothing. So you made it up in your brain? Yeah, I was lying. You're probably thinking of Rick and Keel. No, I, I might be thinking of him, though. I mean, come on. He throws 105 from the, from a the lot of A lot of outfielders came up as pitchers. Yeah, I mean, well, or uh, what's his name? Kenley Jansen. What was he, his original position? Catcher, I think. He, he, was, he was catcher for the DR in the World Baseball Classic. Was that true? Yeah, <laughs> no. I'll pull that picture up. <laughs> but speaking of these setbacks, Jorge Posada was a second baseman. There you go. Yankees had a little training overhaul. There he is. Over Kenley Jansen. Weeks. 
Hanley Jansen, 20, 2009 World Baseball Classic. He threw out Ryan Braun at second. Mm. Ryan, why don't you look up the information on the... Do you on, want a new tab, or I could probably use this tab? On what? You're what gonna, am I looking You're going to repeat tab? What am I looking up? Uh, the... the the uh the hire the Yankees made in their training department this this past okay. week. I got I got that tab pulled up. Oh, Eric Cress Eric Cressy is gonna oversee their strength and conditioning departments. And what was Steve Donahue's original position? You right, you said he they, was uh what was he? He was the head athletic trainer, Steve Donahue. So I guess what is he's gonna kinda like overhaul they're just overhauling what that position is, I guess. They just pretty much have Stevie there just to kind of show him respect at this point. He's a little old. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with him, but I know that his role isn't going to be the same going in. Steve, it's tough to be a training head when you can barely walk. Okay. Um, I miss Gene Monahan. Great guy. Are you going to read something? I thought you were oh, I thought something. you were going to take over. I was no, I can't. For you. Well, you, well, we were talking about when we broke the news on Matt Blake coming here that he worked for Cressy Sports Department. Yes. Performance. Uh, was that what? Yeah. Cressy Sports Performance. And this is the guy, I guess, that runs that whole operation there. With uh, they, He's trained people. He's trained Max Scherzer, Noah Syndergaard. Who's that guy? Corey Kluber there? I know. Yeah, he's worked with Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber. So he has a good track record and good uh, p- people seem to highly respect him. So definitely a good hire, in my opinion. So the Yankees are trying to make sure that their players are Chrissy certified. If they don't, if they do get hurt, that they can get back on the field faster. That's right? the biggest goal. Everyone's going to get, you know, every team's going to have injury. It wasn't the injury that bothered us. What's this word here? Emeritus. Emeritus. So what is that like? An overseer, like just like kind of like it's a king. You're the king. Yeah, right. Like you're, just, you're the emeritus. You're, you're the, the king. Fate. You're a knight. You're a knight. You have no control. Just look, look good out there. Just look good. Come on, Stevie. And what are you gonna do? He he. Donahue joined the club 1979. He he's been with the Yankees since. Served as the assistant athletic trainer under Gene Monahan. It's just that they're allowing him to keep his title mm-hmm. as a out of respect for him but he's not right. really in the position anymore pretty much what i said <clears throat> so he'll be there for appearances take pictures with the kids that type of thing yeah stevie old yeah he'll be there he's the head uh trainer for old timers day he well, gets his job back there you go so what else? What else, bro? Huh? As, listen, man. All right, goodbye. It's been a it's it's been a fun off season for the Yankees, but it's been like a quick one. Like there's not really there's a lot of shit going on around the league. I feel like you wanted to talk more about Domingo Herman though, like, and then you were just like moved on to something else here. Yeah, we can get back to that because you do don't you, you do don't you want him on the do, team anymore. I no no I it's not that. I'm just I was just asking you your feelings on it. My thing, my biggest thing is we still regardless of how you feel about Domingo Herman, you don't have him for 63 games. So that comes out to how many starts? About I don't know, 10, 10 11, 11 10 about 12? 11 figure pitches every 5 days, yeah. yeah, so 10 11, you know, 11 starts. All right. And do you think the hap train is has Trading Hap has left. Do you think that that's? Do you think that that train has has gone? I think, I think if Cashman could swing a deal, he would. It's going to be one of those uh, Chase Headley type deals, though. Where but don't you feel like it would have happened already? No, it doesn't. Ha- it, nah. I feel like that might be a spring training type thing yeah. when you know teams get there and see what they might need. Yeah. Remember when the Yankees had to, to attach Brian Mitchell to get rid of Chase Headley for Jabari Blash, and yes. they designated him for assignment, yes. his his stellar Yankee career. Yeah, and then Brian Mitchell, who never did anything. So in let's his life. let's just assume the Yankees trade Hap. Okay, a is Jordan Montgomery going to be healthy and ready to go? Because Why wouldn't he be? He was very far behind last year. When yeah, he, but he pitched. Yeah, but when he came up, he was very far behind. And now he's got another. Yeah, but, he's got a whole off yeah, season but my in point spring is, training. My point is, aren't yeah. the Yankees going to want to see him in some competitive games in in the minor leagues before they call him up? 
I don't think so. I think they'll use spring training as that sort of minor league rehab type. Right, you're a big. I know. Maybe that's why they're keeping up with. uh, Maybe that's why they're holding on to Hap right now too. Yes, because right, you're a big velocity guy, and Jordan Montgomery doesn't have velocity, and it becomes dangerous when he's telling you his arm isn't 100 percent, and he's throwing even slower. And the Yankees are going to want to see and make sure that we know we know the progression of spring training, how long it takes for guys to get 100%. Yeah, but he's not been sitting around jerking off for the for the last 6 months or whatever he hasn't, he hasn't it is. But virtual but virtual games are much different He's than, building Yeah, but no, you see what's the point you you're probably not getting is that this is all about building his arm strength back up. So he's ready to jump into spring training and do the natural progression. Do you not think that's Yes. What, but I still think the Yankees are going to want to see him Okay, so maybe that's why they haven't traded Jay Happ right. yet. Yeah, maybe. Then that would explain that. There's also guys like Mike King. You know, you got David Garcia. Maybe they might feel can. You got to understand too. In mm-hmm. the beginning of the season, you really don't need a fifth star. You might right. need a fifth starter like twice in that. the first month. And maybe I was they that too. And maybe they'll jerk around and go with an opener mm-hmm. for for the first month or so. Maybe. No, Luis Sess is still here. You know, we bring Jesus up Jesus Christ. We're bringing yeah. up Brett Gardner, right? The Yankees still haven't officially announced the signing because they, they probably don't know what the hell they're going to do with their 40-man roster. How long – look that up. When did the Yankees, quote, come to an agreement with Brett Gardner? And they still haven't officially announced that signing. What? You know, Luis Sessa was someone who was very underrated in the postseason this past year. That's last year. Oh, my God. Luis that. Sessa was actually – really proved something December 12th. Yeah, so we're almost at a month here where they wow. they've come to an agreement with him, but they haven't officially announced it and put him on the roster. Now I'm not going to sit there and go through the 40 man roster because, honest to God, there's names on there that I don't know much about, and that's why I think we should bring in an expert next week to kind of go over it. You want me to reach out to Dan? Yeah, we could do that. I actually texted him the other day. We're going to start him on his segment uh, starting in 2020, so this would be a great time. I think I we think. can bring in somebody like Dan to go over the 40-man roster and yeah. give us a little knowledge on some of these guys that we might not know so much about. I think it's a good time for it. Look up the Yankees 40-man roster, please, tab guy. Yeah, you're right, though. They really don't need that fifth starter for for a while. Really, until Domingo comes back. You know, you got a guy like Brooks Krisky, Louis Medina, Luis Gill... Nick Nelson. I mean, how much do you really know about these guys? Miguel, her, I don't even know how to say his name. Really? These Andy are all Duhar. pitchers. It's not Miguel Andujar. <laughs> yeah, but that this is a pretty solid 40-man roster. You know, though. people are like, oh, you guys do a Yankee podcast and you don't even know the 40-man roster. I mean, we're sitting there, I'm trying to focus on the major, you know, you try to focus on the major league team. How deep are you really digging into their minor leagues here? Obviously, you know the big guys, right? Tell me you never heard of Estevan Foriel before, but like Brooks Krisky. Yeah, like I'm just not a big I'm not a big prospect guy. Like I don't I don't go out of my way to unless they're a big name. Is that Dominguez guy? He's not on the forty man. Who? Nah, he's too young. He's just not even the um what's his name? Jason Dominguez or the guy they Yeah, they don't have to put him on the forty no, man right, roster. Yeah, they just sign them. Yeah, yeah. So there's these guys that you see their names like Okay, like, can they be... I, if you remove them, obviously you have to designate any of these guys for assignment. Like, are these, they're obviously they're on the 40-man for a reason. The Yankees yeah. didn't want to lose them in the Rule 5 draft. You know, is this something that they might want to trade somebody here? I'm um, hearing Garcia is overhyped. That he could be more of a a bait, a trade bait kind of guy. Where maybe they don't want to expose him. Well, you're not going to trade him now. Like they did with Chance Adams. Where'd he go? To the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> Loser. It probably would be that Brooks Krisky guy. He's the oldest. How old is he, Ryan? Like 25. He's an old man. It's old now for baseball. Compared to all the other guys that, that are up up for it. I mean, unless they're going to go with, I, I don't, Tarpley maybe, Luis Sessa. I don't know. I, just, I think the Yankees see value in Luis Sessa Me too. right now. Me too. Especially I think they that, should. I know. It's just if if it if you're not going to go with an unknown prospect, then it would be maybe Tarpley or Sessa. But even I'd Sessa, no. There's if you value if there. you look at it just from a pure baseball perspective and take out the extracurricular stuff, Domingo Herman is going to play a major role on this team if he stays here. 
Oh, yeah, of course. Definitely. And that could be another reason why the Yankees didn't feel the need to pay Dylan Batances $10 million coming off an injury-plagued year. You imagine this guy coming in here. Remember that game when we saw him piggyback CC, and it was probably the best we've ever seen him yes. to come in and do that? Well, let's just talk about him as a fifth starter. I mean, what he did last year was pretty phenomenal, at least at home. When he was at Yankee Stadium, he was an he was an ace. He put up ace-like numbers at home. So to to slot him in as your fifth starter, I mean, this rotation. I don't know. I just think by the time he comes back and gets ready, I think the Yankees might not. I think they might be setting a rotation and just figure, hey, you know what, this guy maybe he's on. more valuable out of the bullpen. I don't know. He's certainly going to be valuable in the postseason coming out of the bullpen. Nobody is condoning what he did. It's no. absolutely atrocious. It you is. have two daughters and a wife. I have a daughter on the way. I'm married to, you know, I have a wife as well. Uh, no, Nobody nobody is condoning what he did. If anybody did that to any of our loved ones, we'd probably be behind bars right now, right? But at the end of the day, there's all types of scumbags and bad people in professional sports, right? Guys that have been actually killed people, committed rapes, murders, whatever, that go back in and play professional sports, right? So basically it's either you're just not going to be a fan anymore. You just have to root for the laundry, right? Yeah. At you, the end of the day. Well, I'm not saying we don't root for individual players and that we don't have our favorite players, but at the end of the day, you're rooting for your team to win and nothing more than Everybody that. loves Aaron Judge, right? Right. You found out that he beat the shit out of some girl. You're going to look at him completely differently. Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, and as shitty as this sounds, right? And don't please, I again, I do not condone it whatsoever. But at the end of the day, if he comes up with a runner on third, game seven of the World Series, that's the winning run. Yeah. Are, you, are you booing him? No. Are you going to root for him to strike out right there? No, because I, I think... And that's what... That is really a, what... It, I mean, being a, if you as a fan, you get put in those situations where you have to... You almost have to root for somebody like that. Well, at the end of the day, as much as you love Aaron Judge, do you tell people you're a fan of Aaron Judge or that you're a fan of the Yankees? That you root for the Yankees? You're a Yankee fan. You're a Yankee fan. So at the end of the day, it's the Yankees' responsibility. It's the Yankees' obligation to tell us who we're rooting for to make the team win. And if the Yankees are going to put Domingo Herman on the field, it doesn't mean we have to like him or, or support him or be okay with what he did because we never will be. But at the end of the day, the team that I root for is putting him on the field. Therefore, they're telling me that's the guy I have to root for if I'm a fan of the team. You just you hope that shoot. he pays penance. Yeah. He realizes what and he, he did never was does wrong, it again. he never does it again. Ever. Not that it takes away what he did. No. But you hope he never does it again because it's fucking disgusting. But We all know what Aroldis Chapman did. I don't feel good about it. But, you know, when he's on the mound in the ninth inning, I, I got to get those three outs. Well, I mean, it even goes down to I know some – I don't know who it was. It was one of the worst ballads I've ever seen, but he made it public – on Twitter the other day, and, and you know, he, he voted for Andrew Jones to go into the Hall of Fame. And let's think about that. Who's worse? Who would you rather vote for to go into the Hall of Fame? A guy who did steroids in an era that everyone was doing steroids just to keep up? Or a guy who fucking beat the shit out of his wife? So now we're telling people that voting for people who did, did that? that. I didn't yeah. know that was a tad. He did that shit too. I or? think he threw her down a flight of stairs or something. Can you look that up please? Because I don't want to, I don't want that out there if it's not true. Uh, so, so now yeah. people are voting for Domestic that. violence. People are voting for that, but not a guy who did steroids. Yep. 2012. There he is. On Christmas Day. Okay. So let's vote for those guys, but let's not vote for a guy who, who, did a, who yeah, took a same substance thing, same thing. who I mean so what kind of because the guy didn't vote for Barry Bonds he didn't vote for any of those guys that did this that did steroids that were eligible so what he's telling us is okay that's okay he can be in the Hall of Fame but we you know we can't put in people it's, who did steroids. it's really tough as a sports fan it's either don't be a sports fan or know that your morals are going to be compromised because you want to you want to see your team win Okay, who's your most hated player in baseball? Currently? Yeah, like hated. Probably that little fucking rat out in Houston. Yeah. Okay, but if he came to the Yankees... Or David Price. 
if he came to the Yankees, are you not rooting for him to help the team? He's win? not a bad person, though. But but my point is, you hate guys. Okay, here's my I just prime a little example. shit. Here's my prime example: AJ Przinsky, who is a douche. He was a douche when he played. Is he a bad guy though? Yeah, he, he could be a yeah, douchebag and not be a bad guy. Okay, but my point is, I'm taking it down a level from domestic violence to just guys we really can't stand. When he puts on that uniform, you don't see the same guy. You see a Yankee. You see a guy helping your team. That's who we're being told to root for. So if the Yankees sat there and said, you know what, what Domingo did was not acceptable, we can't have him back, I would say as good as he's been, you're 100% right, see you later, I have no problem with it. But if you're throwing him back on the field, guess what? I'm not rooting for Domingo as a person. I fucking hate him. I think he's a fucking disgrace. But I'm rooting for Domingo as a Yankee because he's being put out there as a Yankee. I just don't. People are saying, "Oh, I don't see Domingo Herman ever pitching for the Yankees again." I do because they made a role as Chapman a rich man. You how how can you do that? How can you say one is one is better than the other? There's no degrees of domestic violence. It either is or it isn't. Yeah, and it, and he got suspended for right. you know Chapman got suspended. The Yankees made this trade for him, yeah. knowing that this was hovering over him. That's why they got him for look up. Please look up that trade and read off those four names for everybody. And Chapman? tell me, yeah, when they traded, uh, when the Yankees traded for him from the from the Reds. Did the Yankees get him after? Did he? No, the Reds trade when the Yankees acquired him. Listen, when the Yan- when he uh, served his suspension for the domestic violence, was he a Yankee? No, right? Yes, he was. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's now it's coming back to me. Read him out. Read him out loud. Rookie starting pitcher, rookie Davis. Ever heard of him? No. Third okay. baseman, Eric Jagilio. Yeah, exactly. Next. Second baseman, Tony Renda. Uh-huh. And? Oh, and right good. handed reliever, Caleb Cotham. Who I think didn't have a cup of coffee in the big Caleb Cotham had a 7.4 ERA in 2016. Haven't he seen him since. He Because he's got a career <laughs> 7 point. He's pitching 35 games. Go. Well, oh, so this oh. guy pitched in 35 games. Go back. Go to the other guys? Yeah. Should what, I go to Rookie, Rookie Davis? Davis? Great name. He Loser. pitched in seven games in 2019, so it took him all his time to get okay, to the Okay, he's big here, league. though. Six, seven, okay. five, VRA. Oh, right. These guys are okay. unclickable. Unclickable. You can't even click them. So I guess that means they have no big league experience. So, okay, these are – you think of Rollis Chapman, who's premier pitcher. He, he was closing at the time, right, I believe? They were really converting the closer. The Yankees were like, yo, this guy. This guy played in 2016, Tony Renda. 67 at-bats. He had a 183 batting average, okay. 246 on base. This guy just didn't. So the point of the matter is these guys are trash. They were trash prospects. They were nothing. And the Yankees uh, were like, here. The Yankees were like, ooh, Chapman just did a desk pop in his garage, so we're going to get him for a steal. Go, can you go back to uh, Baseball Reference and, and look yeah. up Chapman? I want to see what he did in the year prior to the trade. Pop, pop. Yeah, well, we know that. Matt Chapman? No, the rule is. <laughs> Matt Chapman's still a player. Uh, he had a one six three ERA with how many saves did he have that year? Jesus, 33. 33 saves in 66 innings. So he he pitched like a premier closer, and the Yankees got him for (laughs) For fucking garbage. Why? Because he had that hanging over his head. Pop, pop. Yeah. Pop, pop. So you tell me what was more important at the time. Acquiring this guy to, and look, yeah, to acquiring this guy to win, in which the Yankees were like, Okay, we either have a premier closer in Major League Baseball or we have a super trade piece, which they had both, right? Yeah, yeah. They got Claybert Torres for him and then fucking got him back. So tell me, what was more important to Brian Cashman? Having ha- Yeah, exactly. So again, what are you supposed to do as a fan? Be like, yeah, no, I, I just can't do it. And what, it, are you, what are you supposed to do as an organization if they're not going to severely penalize these guys? Then if they're still eligible, it's, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. Somebody, if you're not going to sign them, somebody else is. Yes, exactly. So exactly. Listen, the only thing is these guys don't become your favorite players. They're not guys that you root for individually like you would Aaron Judge or DJ LeMayu. But as a team, you're rooting for them to win. And if the Yanks are putting them out there, bro, 
you're rooting for him. Now this, or it, don't, or if that's your, mm-hmm. if you are that strong on it, which I don't blame you, and you don't want to root for the team yeah. anymore, that is, that is your opinion, and you can feel how you feel. Don't shove it down my fucking throat. That's the problem. People are like, you're fucking disgusting for still rooting for a team. No, I'm rooting for the team, and I respect your opinion not to, and your feelings not to. Respect mine. I don't root for Domingo Herman. I root for what number is that douchebag? Fifty-five. I don't think that's right. Who? Domingo. You know, I think that is right. I Chris. think he switched to fifty-five, didn't he? Because Paxton, he was sixty-five, and then Paxton took sixty-five. Well, I root for fifty-five. Number fifty-five when he's on the mound, and when he's off the mound, he can go fucking get hit by a bus, for all I care, because he's not a good person. Maybe he'll become a good person. That's what you hope. But I root for the guy on the mound, helping my team win. Okay. Okay. So that's that's really where you're at on that. You know, it's it's, it's a really shitty. I mean, it's a shitty position. It's tough. But at the end of the day, we want we want the Yankees to win. And what I was saying is, this is all gonna this the Herman situation is gonna be fresh in everybody's minds this year, so they're gonna be more against Domingo Herman. But no, really, honestly, every time that a Rolls Chapman takes them out, is that the first thing that pops into your mind? Oh, he's now domestic violence guy. No, it is for a lot of people, but because would, as shitty as it sounds, you have to separate it. You're you're trying to be a fan of a team. And you want to see the team win. And these are the guys that they're putting out there. I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees are rolling through the first 63 games before he's, his suspension is up. If they're rolling, if there's no pro- issues in the bullpen, the rotation solid, I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees try and delay his comeback as long as they can to separate what he did from our minds a little bit more, a little bit longer. If the Yankees can get by this entire year without him, will they do it? At least until the end of the year. Possibly. It's a possibility. I don't know what his uh, options are. If they can, if they are allowed to put him in the, in the minor leagues and stash him down there. I, he's got to have some options left. Well, you know, we, we pay Ryan for something, right? I'm getting paid? I don't I, I don't like that you're not opening new tabs. Well, you, well I'm trying to get better. You made Spot f- Track's a great website, huh? You made fun of him for it so much. Yeah, well, after a while, you tr- you you pick up on it. I agree. I have a tab problem, so I'm trying to, for myself, trying to. Are you going to rehab for it? I'm looking, Are you in recovery? I'm looking into certain facilities. Are you in tab recovery? This, this website doesn't have options, I don't think, on it. But he's he's only got two years of service time. I'm guessing he has a, a couple of options left. He's got to. You take my word for it. All right, take Ryan's word for it. He's got to have a few years. He's got to have a few options left. He doesn't have to have anything. Dop Mingo. Dop Mingo Herman. That's a cover for him. I don't know. Whatever. He's, Do you agree with me though that that could be something that they? It they could be something if they're really rolling and, like you said, they don't need the pitching pitching help. If if it's not broke, maybe they aren't going to try and change anything. I could definitely see that being a case. But I mean, if it, if that's the case and the Yankees are really rolling, because I they, every year they have some sort of pitching issue, and even with Garrett Cole coming here, I, they still can use Domingo Herman. So I think when the time comes and his suspension's up, they're going to stick him in the bullpen. If anything, if they're not going to give him starts, he'll be a part of this team once his suspension's up. I think probably mm-hmm. unless they're really, really. Well, we have a what's really rolling, bro? They're going to be fifty and thirteen yeah. or something yeah, like that. Well, I, I don't mean, know. Like as far as he has one option remaining. Oh, okay. There you go. So, yeah, uh, it, it it's on. It, it makes you feel uncomfortable at times, but you know. But hold on, though. The option, it's only when you get called up, you can't get sent back down. So they can can they keep him in the minors and not call him up? If you have it, that option, your options you know? are only by the year. So even if they called him up, they can still send him back down and back up as many times as they want. For the year. But after this year, then that option's gone. 
then he needs to either stay up or that or release him. I don't know though, man. I'm this sounds fucked up, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm not saying that I condone, you know, violence in any way, whether it's domestic violence, someone else, whatever. But like when Ray Rice did what he did, right? What made it so bad? The video. Yeah. Right. So like for me, I can still feel like That's he's, why he's not in the league anymore. Exactly. If he, exactly. If he that video didn't surface, he would have got a job. Absolutely. Because I'm not saying this isn't real and that he didn't do it. But to us, it's a lot easier to say, hey, I'm rooting for the Yankees right now. I'm not rooting for Domingo Herman. You can put him back. But if you saw a video of him slapping his wife or whatever he did, I don't think I could say the same thing. I think if I saw it, it would just change how strongly I felt about it. It would become a little more real to me. And again, I'm not saying that it's fake or that he's right or not wrong for doing what he did. I just don't think I'd have the same mindset if I saw it mm-hmm. that I could actually root for him. And I think also, that's when also, I would. Sorry. The Ray Rice one was severe. Like he beat severe. the shit out of his. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it was his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And then you also had Kareem Hunt was another one in la- last off season where he was seen kicking a girl in front of an elevator door or something in a, in a hotel Is he on lobby. the Chiefs? Yes. Oh no, he was on the Chiefs, and now he he was on the he's on the Browns this year because I think the Chiefs immediately cut him after that happened last year. He was suspended the first eight games this year, yeah. so half the season, and then he came back and he was he was playing. For, and he's good. For the Browns. He was. He's a good yeah, player. He, he's 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 a, fast. He's good. Yeah, that and that plays a part of it too. As screwed up as it is, uh, you know, would Aroldis Chapman have gotten a job if he wasn't a, as good as he is? I I, I know. No. It's kind no. Of, uh, but if that thing to say, but it is kind of the case. But if that video surfaced, I think it would take me over the edge. Yeah, and where I couldn't. If it looked, if it looked as bad as as, I mean, God, I think I it would take know. the it's Yankees over bad. the edge too, where they wouldn't bring him back. Yeah, I agree with that. I think so too. Yeah, the video is what really. Yeah, it's one of those situations where it's like I we know what you did was wrong. Nobody can, nobody's okay with it, but we didn't see it. We don't know. It's it's not being shoved in your face. It's not something that people can... There wasn't a court hearing where all this evidence came out of what actually happened. So what we have in our minds is a story that I'm not saying is not true. But it's a story that we're manifesting in our own minds. And we can't put anything solid behind it to put us over that edge of, I can't root for this guy. Even if he's a Yankee. And he was suspended. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. Uh-huh. So, sad news. Uh, Don Larson passed away. Donnie Larson. I think he was the last. Because Whitey Ford doesn't really show up much anymore. He makes some appearances here and there. But Don Larson was the last guy that on, like, old-timers day, after Yogi, after Yogi passed, Don Larson was the one guy you waited for. No, you didn't. Come on. Come on, bro. You're making him out to be way more than what he was. What he did was something. What I'm saying. And you make me talk shit about the guy after he died. Come on. Who else? Who else do you wait for? Nobody, personally. Right. Yogi and Don Larson were the last two. Whitey Ford, but he's, you know, he's. Not do you know that if Don Larson and, and you know rest in peace Don Larson you know it's tragic he, you know he lived a long life nine, no it's not tragic years, he had a great years, life but it's he, sad when anybody yes. passes away but let's be realistic now that you're gonna sit there and say you waited for Don Larson to come out I always did love when Don Larson would come out because he did something really special and he did it as a Yankee and I think the fact that he was a part of who who was it David Cohn's perfect game that day. I think it was just always someone who you you waited for to come out. And I think what he did this past year, when he stopped, he was in his wheelchair, stopped at the line, and got up and walked out onto the field. So that was a great moment. Don Larson was someone I waited for. Yeah. Now it's who's left of all those Yankee legends. 
He's not even a legend, dude. He yes, threw a perfect he game in the World Series. Congratulations yes. to him. But he's not he's not he, uh, Whitey Ford. He pitched for seven no. teams. He pitched for seven teams in fourteen seasons, compiled a uh, record of eighty one and the 90. guy was ten he, games under five hundred for his dude, career. He did something no one else ever had. Yeah, as great. A That's awesome. That's super so that puts you but in a different on, realm. Bro. But he he's a very you can compare Don Larson then to Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. They have that one big moment, right? That, but that one moment makes you he's a, a Yankee fucking lore. No, he's a fucking nobody in realm of baseball if he doesn't throw that perfect game. He's so, not well, a so great Aaron pitcher. Boone Aaron Boone. Exactly. Yeah. Aaron, yes. Yo, yeah. Look, if we're if we're saying whether or not he was great or not, maybe no, maybe he wasn't, he wasn't. But ultimately, he did something that when no one will you, ever but do. But when Chris again. is like, "Oh, I waited, I waited I for did. Don he, Larson," I'm he like, was say, one he, of the guys that. I waited but for. What did he? He threw a perfect game in the World Series. That's amazing. But he's he's not a he's not a he's he's not a Mount Rushmore Yankee. He doesn't belong. No. He doesn't belong in Monument Park. Never said he did. Okay, so that's my point, though. Nobody. I'm not saying like Don Larson. Yeah, but of our lifetime, clap of our lifetime. With everyone dying, Don Larson was the last guy that you knew was always there every year, and that was gonna have a big ovation when he came out. Who's left? People overhyped him because of uh, the perfect game, and I'm okay with that. I'm no, it's not okay. It is. Aaron Boone was an okay baseball player. He hit one big home run in his life. Yeah, biggest home run ever hit. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I think we talked about this. Yes, it is. Guys have hit home runs to win World Series. You're going to tell me that's the biggest home run ever in the history of baseball? Do you forget how the series played out, Chris? Who Joe Carter? Playing? Hitting a home run to walk off a World Series. Bill Mazeroski hitting a home run to walk off a World Series. Bigger home runs than winning a league championship series. I'm sorry. They just are. False. Okay. But if he did that in a Red Sox uniform, you wouldn't be saying that that was the biggest home run ever hit in the history of Major League Baseball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don Larson, probably a great guy. I never met him. Probably a great guy. a great guy. Okay. I've heard. Yeah. Big dude. 6'4". Guy pitched to a 378 ERA, good major league yeah. pitcher. Nobody would ever talk about him I mean, if he didn't throw on, that perfect dude. game. Think Dead. About, but think about how fucking awesome. Yeah, he that did. It was I know. amazing. I know. I'm not, not, it didn't even. And, and if you listen to I'm the story, think about he it. He didn't even realize he was throwing a perfect Imagine game. Imagine if someone did Dead that today. Imagine someone threw a perfect game in the World Series, dude. Never. The two happen. guys who have thrown postseason perfect games are yeah. both dead. Yeah. Yeah, well, one lived to be 90, and the other one got coked up and got on a plane. Yeah. I want to talk about legend. Halliday was fucking phenomenal. How Roy Halliday is 100 times better pitcher than Don oh, Larson yeah. ever was. He yeah, was phenomenal. Well, he's a Hall of Famer now. Phenomenal. Don Larson can't even sniff the Hall of Fame. But in through a perfect game in the World Series, he can't yeah. even get near the Hall of Fame unless he bought That's a ticket. That's the top three best achievements in, in baseball, would you what? say? Throwing a perfect game in the World Series? It's top an incredible, five, incredible feat. It Come is. On, There's dude. no doubt about it. He deserves the accolades yeah. for oh, that. I'm not saying you're not saying that. But to go down in Yankee Wars awesome. as a legend of the team, no, he had a legendary day. Just yeah. like yeah, Aaron Boone had a legend. Legend. Some that, legend. And, that, and Aaron right. Boone is a legend for that. He had some a legendary legends, at bat. Some legends are made all, yeah. through. No, a legend is Mickey Mantle. A legend is Babe Ruth. A legend is Joe DiMaggio. What this guy did in a singular moment was legendary. Doesn't make him a legend. Disagree. I think legends can be mm. built on a on a whole novel of what yeah, they I put together. If, yeah. And I think legends can be made on one single moment if it's that yeah. big. Yeah, I don't think the definition of legend is necessarily about their talent level. It's just no, about you're gonna having say that moment. Yankee having, legend Don different Larson. Types of legend. No, he's not a Yankee no, legend. No, he's not. He's not. Alright. He Don Larson pitches legendary games. Yes. 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 See? It's, it's, there's a huge difference in the two sentences. See? Though. You could fucking... Work for a newspaper. Was, was there not too, a, huge, title. a huge difference in what I just said, though? Yeah. Huge. Okay. Okay. But condolences are out to the Larson family. Yeah, after you Lawson. called him a fucking yeah, no one. After you called him a fucking nobody. Hey, the guy. Hey, hey, your grandfather was a nobody. I didn't but, say uh, he was a nobody. But condolences. Yeah, he did. I'll go back to the tape. Uh, I said what I said was. You is said that, Don Larson was a fucking nobody. That's what you said. Yeah, you, you might you have did. been a bit. Too harsh. Maybe I heard that's actually on his uh, 
on his yeah. tombstone. Well, it should be on his tombstone. Don legendary. Don Larson, fucking nobody. It should say legendary nobody. Legendary nobody. That's great. Yeah. He achieved more in his life than I ever will, so right. good for him. That's not true, man. You've achieved know. a lot. Not. <laughs> I just, but, you know, he's dead now, so we're, everybody's going to be like, oh, he was the greatest pitcher ever. He, he wasn't. No, he, wasn't. he sucked. <laughs> he had a 378 career ERA. He was good. He was good, a good pitcher. Good. Yankee legend. He was okay. Yeah, well, the question now everybody wants to bring up is, will anybody ever throw a perfect game hey. in the World Series again? Oh, no, no one no. even throws six innings yeah, anymore. you got to throw five innings at least. It'll be interesting. That'll no, never happen again. Those it's, guys used to throw fucking nine innings and then go out there two days later and fucking... Unless you have a guy... Now uh, it's like, you got to yeah. protect his arm. Even then, yeah. Even if he has like seven, eight pitch innings. It's if you still... look at things that will never happen again in Major League Baseball, and that's why he will live on in history like this. Sure for this moment that he created is that it's going to be almost impossible to get a manager to let a guy go that deep into it's a bowl. Not, seven or six maybe it's not when impossible. It's, if it's their last start of the season. It's you know? not impossible, though, because there's too many workhorses left. Like, like let's just say Bumgarner was throwing a World Series game and he was perfect through six. And it was game six, his final game of the season. Yankee, well, all right, let's, Dude, well, let's go to this. Back Yankees out. are in a clinching World Series game. Garrett Cole is on the mound, dominating, perfect game. What's the score? one nothing. Ooh. Listen, if he's that good. He's over 115 pitches. You don't think Aaron Boone is getting fucking itchy to bring in Chapman? What, what year is it? This year. Oh, yeah, you got you to gotta take him out. You can't risk it if it's if he's on like his last last year, before the opt out maybe. You let and him we're not talking we're not talking about like he's at ninety nine or hundred pitches. He's over he's over one twenty. Well, he's laboring then at that point, so he's not as dominant as yeah. You, I wonder how many think. how many pitches down Larson. Probably four hundred because they all. Threw I don't even think they did fucking pitch counts back then. Somebody probably did it though. There's guys that do this like they go back in history and. They just played that game on MLB Tabulate pitch counts. They 90, tab. Shut up. He threw 97, 97 pitches. Jesus Christ. Larson needed just 97 pitches to complete the perfect game. They were all strikes. Good for him. And only one Dodger batter, Pee Wee Reese, in the first inning was able to get a three-ball count. Legendary game. Don legendary game. Lawson. Don Larson goes down in legendary fashion. But uh, what else will never be touched? As a nobody. Cal Ripken's streak will never be touched. Never, no. ever, ever, ever. No, no one will I, even that come one, close. That ever. one's probably even more. I think it's more concrete. likely you'll see a perfect game in the yeah, World Series I'd before be you see anybody even remotely you get that close. No Cal no Ripken's feet. Can you find out who has the longest consecutive game streak currently in Major League Baseball? I bet you it's not even at 500 games right now. Dude, it's probably not even at a fucking 200. It's probably uh, not even at 200. Right. I think what Cal Ripken did is the most Freddie Galvez fascinating thing. I'll see it as Escobar. Uh, I'll, it was I'll it see was Escobar, Escobar last year. I'm trying to find it. Um, as of July of last year, Alcides Escobar had a 421 game consecutive game streak that was snapped. What Cal Ripken did, was, in my opinion, was, I know, I'm, I, is the I'm most Im, is the most impressive thing. I guess we can go. Think about that, man. Unreal. Again, somebody who's overrated because of. Of, of a streak Cal was good though Yeah he probably belongs in the Hall of Fame Yeah But bec if he doesn't have the streak He's not looked at as an all time great though Like that You don't think so? Probably not Look up his numbers Ryan Who's this now? Cal Ripken Jr. I think Cal's better than you think he was Billy Ripken? Billy Hello Billy He had a career 96 war That's high Yeah, That is high That's yeah. Career 276 hitter. It's not great. Didn't hit 500 Played home so runs. Fucking games, though. How many career RBIs did he have? Look at that. 161. He was a compiler. Uh, career RBI. 1695. 1600 runs scored. Great player. OBP a little low. What's his career on base percentage? 340. Mm. Maybe doesn't get some Hall of Fame votes if he doesn't have the streak, though. It's fair to say. Oh, absolutely. But that streak means a lot, especially nowadays. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what else? That's it? I'm done. Okay. I want to get back to my baby. Bye. So we're going to close the show. Okay. Chris.
wants to go. Maybe leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Yeah, Ryan, what about where's that? Your, where's your physical tab? Yeah, your physical tab. Guess you. Uh, no, I was I was gonna, but I didn't have a pen, so I also mm. didn't time the episode either. Great, real nice, really great. I thought it was New Year, New You, Ryan. New Year, New You. Uh, next week I'll be starting New Year my Old New Year's you. resolutions. Next week, I think. Um, what did I want to say? Forgot what I was going to say here. Only seven tabs. Only seven tabs. Yeah, yeah, but you clicked in. Seven tabs and three different windows. Oh God! You clicked in and out. I wanted to do so many more too. All right, so uh, I think that's something we can look into next week. We'll reach out to Dan Federico see if he wants to hop on, go over the little Yankee forty-man roster business here because. Really, now we're past the holidays, we're past the hot stove, and now we're just waiting for spring training to get here, and we got to... Which it'll be here before we even fucking know it. Got to figure out shit to do. Isn't it crazy how quickly that sh- it just fucking comes oh, back? it's yeah. so fast. That's what I love about when the Yankees have a Where decent... Where does the time go? When the Yankees have a decent run in the postseason, it, it shortens the offseason yeah. by a lot. Totally. Definitely. All right. Definitely, dude. <laughs> Definitely. So follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Um, yes, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe Go to, on YouTube, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Tuber. Dude. All right, thank you for listening to episode 160 of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. That guy, bye. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.